I've seen American flowers all across this land from the banks of the Shenandoah along the Rio Grande. Do not feel the winter blowing in the hearts of men. I've seen American flowers, they will bloom again. Welcome to FM. Very special episode today because I'm joined by a couple founding members of Birds of Chicago, a band that I saw this past summer at Allerton, um, the most beautiful, I don't know, 20 acres in Champaign area. What is it? Allerton Park? Allerton Park. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, At like a magical, mystical festival that I went to. (laughs) I didn't even anticipate going. And then you guys were performing, and it was awesome. Oh, I'm so glad. And you I went up. It. Do you remember me coming up I after? I do. I remember <laughs> you. Yes. Um, so here they are, Allison <laughs> and JT. Allison Russell. Russell. I was yeah. gonna say Allison Krauss, but Allison no. Russell, the <laughs> and, less famous right? Allison. <laughs> and JT Nero. Yeah. JT, not Justin Timberlake. That's right. The other JT, but I love that. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for oh, making time. Gosh. I'm glad we got it. You know, finally, what six months later, but. You know, yeah. that's just that's how yeah. that's how schedules exactly. Go, right? yeah. um, so, Birds of Chicago. You know what I remember it being was besides beautiful, magical, soulful music, um, little bluegrassy, little folky. Do you genreize or do you kind of like say we just do our own thing? You know, we don't like genre. I think. Th- we get bogged down in that a little bit when we try and we don't fit neatly into any specific genre so For sure. we get a lot of they're not bluegrass or that's not folk music <laughs> yeah. not, which we're fine with like right. we you know we're, we're no purist of any kind will love us because we are mongrel music I yeah, would say we are, we are uh, a mixture of so many things and influences and, and writing you know we predominantly write our, our own stuff we very rarely do covers or things like that cool so, but obviously we're building on the music that's come before yeah, yeah. absolutely so roots music i guess roots music. americana rootsy, yeah. whatever i don't know and yeah. you're not even american and i'm not even american <laughs> north americana i should yeah, say that's right go. i'm canadian i'm the imposter bird wow. the canadian bird that is so cool <laughs> so we have to tell that story of how you guys met because montreal and chicago are a long distance away so i'm sure that's a beautiful story um but let's back up a little bit more um jt you play guitar I do. And you, what is that your main <laughs> role? Like if you were to like list your, on your resume, uh, which I'm assuming you, you probably know, wouldn't have to do now, but. N- well, pr- no. And anybody else in the band would tell you that is definitely not my, my main role. I, I, I'm, I'm this, the main songwriter for the band. Cool. And sort of, I, I, I play enough guitar to get to the end of the song, uh, and, uh, and to write the songs. But, um, Definitely knows. So I'm I, I, I'm I'm a strummer and a singer and a little bit of a picker, but um, I surround myself with the nimbler fingers. That's just what you <laughs> uh, have to do. Um, Good call. And uh, focus on so, your strengths. So right? yeah, guitar is, is 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 I love having it in my hands. Mm-hmm. And I love writing tunes on it. I love playing it, but. Um, yeah, no more. It's more for the songs and you play singing. beautiful rhythm guitar. In my Thanks, opinion. babe. Yes, I mean that's the standout thing. I remember <laughs> you being up there singing with a guitar. So see, go with see? it. <laughs> but that's really cool. And how long have you been writing songs? I've been writing. Um, 
I've been writing. Well, as I was an English major, it's sort of the family trade, and I was writing um, uh, really bad poems for yes uh for most of my life (laughs) me too (laughs) and that that morphed into to writing really bad songs Mm -hmm. in my later than most like probably my 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 mid-20s okay um and then but i caught the you know i was hooked i caught the bug and totally and and um so um you persisted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I, I was I was attempting to um, when I first started writing uh, songs, I, I I had not even picked up the guitar yet, and and um, so I was just writing um, words and, and and figuring out a way to sing them, uh, and I would sing them to people who did play guitar yeah. and sort of which I'm sure they loved and uh you know and, and try to get to to bang out a song that way and I, I at some point I realized that if I wanted to keep doing it I I, I was gonna need to to you know teach myself an yeah. instrument enough that I could do the thing on my own and I I honestly it feels so good to hear you say that you really it was your mid-20s that you got going with that because I'm 24, and you know my dad's a musician, guitar player, oh, bluegrass that. band actually. Um, the Salt Creek Boys, shout oh, out! That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna go check them out. Yeah, it's a great name. It, they're great. They've been <laughs> together for like 20 years. That's what they say. Creek oh, or Crick? That's beautiful. Creek. Okay, Salt Creek Boys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we will remember that name. Yes. Um, yeah. So, actually, I had him on my podcast about you know for Father's Day. Father's Day oh, episode was pretty adorable. So wonderful. <laughs> um, but okay, so it was like early age. You know, my parents wanted me to play piano and stuff, but they didn't ever like force me. But then, you know, guitar, I kind of like my dad's ovation. I was holding on to it and, and he would teach me and stuff, but he was like so sweet that he like, you know, if I didn't want to do it, then it was like, yeah. But in retrospect, I'm like, shit, why didn't I like, you know, my it's young brain. It's never too late. It's you're not? so young. You're oh, 24. I know you don't feel like you're so yeah, young, no, I but don't. you have so much, like, let's say you get people's lifespans are getting longer and longer. Let's yeah, say true. you live to be 124. Oh, dang. You okay. have most wow. of your life ahead Thank of you. Thank you. That sounds good. And if we all make it through this to, you know, political well, whatever. Yeah, this too shall pass. Yeah, it will, it will, it will. It will. Yeah, yeah, and thank you. we will survive. Good to hear that too. Yes. And um, as long as we know how to love, we know we're still alive. I didn't pick up the guitar until I was 26. You know, yeah. Really? He was 26. Yeah. And I, too, began playing instruments actually around your age. That was my next question. So I was around your age. Yeah. I was 24 when I got out of the singer's ghetto because I was in the singer's ghetto for What's a while. What's the singer's ghetto? Singer's ghetto is when you are when you're with a group of musicians and people say, what do you play? And you say, oh, I sing. And they go, oh, you're a singer. Yeah. Like, you're not even a musician. Dude. To, to the way some people view it. I don't agree with Screw this. Screw that. But but there are there are instrumentalists who really look down on yeah, people who solely sing. Whatever. Um, so yeah, I experienced that. So what I did you? So okay. So when did you start to sing, Alice? You were playing uh, you know, I sang that, my whole life. No, I mean I was twenty. No, twenty-two. For a fact, that when you first started playing with Trish, because she, well, unless she was. I didn't was, start when when Trish and I first started playing. I wasn't yet playing clarinet. I was ta- thinking about it, and she encouraged me. I will, she, she encouraged me. Shout out to, Trish. Who's yeah, Trish? Trish Klein. I, so my first serious band mm-hmm. um, was a band called Poe Girl. Okay. And and it's not, it, it's on a long hiatus. Uh-huh. But the first incarnation of it was myself and a woman named Trish Klein who was in a, a band called the Be Good Tanyas. 
and she was um, a few years older than I and um, I looked up to her very yeah. much as a musician and she was writing beautiful songs and playing teaching herself banjo and we she was really encouraging to me when I was I was enamored of the sound of the clarinet and yeah. wanted to start playing and wow. she, she was really like well let's jam well you know Let's do it. And that so, so we did. Cool. And she allowed me to learn uh, on the go and on yeah. stage, which was, I imagine, quite painful for her and my other friends and well, roommates. Because <laughs> hey. their clarinet is pretty unforgiving in the early comes beauty. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she was like most 19-year-old uh, girls in the early 2000s. You know, she <laughs> wanted to play clarinet, but... Uh, I think we all want to play clarinet, but <laughs> yes, a I'm a super dork, super nerd, <laughs> brave enough, deep brave nerdiness. Enough to clarinet, banjo, and ukulele are the instruments that I've gravitated towards. <laughs> Whatever, next will be the tin whistle, right? Oh yeah, actually, that, that was Stop. my. You know what? That was my. That was my first before the clarinet. I played the penny whistle and the boron. What's it's just that? like an Irish frame drum. It's oh, beautiful. Yes, the, it's almost like, yeah, you play it with the tipper. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. <laughs> there wouldn't have had to be too many, uh, uh, like, uh, switches in the Choose Your Own Adventure for her to be uh, at a Ren Fair or traveling with a Ren Fair right now. Dude, uh, I love Ren Fairs. That could have happened. <laughs> hey, it still could. It's still, it's still never could. too late. You're young. We're all young. It's never too late. I could still become just a roll. Oh it's God. just the role you get in the Ren Fair changes. <laughs> Um, sorry, I was just checking the recording video, and we are, so it's crazy. Um, so that's funny because I like go to the run for every year, so that's I'm like serious that you guys should actually try to do a run set. You know what? You know, it's gonna happen, or maybe you wait like we, 20 years, and then like when you want to retire from, you know, happen. yeah, <laughs> putting it out there. Okay, so. Good. So we have our like our structure. You guys are the two. Would you call yourselves the core members? Are there is there there's more there's to a whole the band? Family of okay. musicians who whom we adore and are very we're the constants. Is okay, what I would say. Yeah, but everybody is extremely important to yeah. the band. You know, there's JT's brother. They're less important than us. <laughs> But, yeah, if uh, they're listening, don't you forget it. Uh, the, you are we, the B team. We, no. we, we have pretty, you know, 80% of the time our bass player, Christopher Merrill, okay. is out with us and our drummer, Nick Chambers. Um, JT's brother, Drew Lindsay, is, he actually teaches just down the road one way or another here. Wow. I'm so turned around at, um, at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Oh, my. And so we only get him really mostly in the summertime. Yeah. Um, sometimes weekends, festivals. Right. Yeah. Anything locally yeah. close by, he can come totally. play. Um, uh, we sort of have extended, fa- we have uh, several different guitarists that we, that are family members, um, I mean, basically, the model when we started is that we were, you know, first of all, the economics of it when 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 we first started, like we could only afford to just be out as a duo. Yeah, yeah. like we yeah. were the two that were didn't think it was crazy to be out, you know, three hundred days of the year, and and, well, and, and if we were gonna, and if we were gonna, yeah, yeah. Um, it's easier to do that. Yeah, and if we were gonna build it, it was gonna have to be that way, and and but the. The plan was always to be able to like as soon as we could afford it to to bring more of our 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 tribe of like musicians. So the yeah. the idea was to kind of keep a crew of usual suspects and sort of because they couldn't afford to always be out mm-hmm. list initially, and we couldn't afford to always have them out. Right. Like you know, have one or two of them out for a little bit, and then um, and then be able to go back home. and And we've been working towards this model where we can have you know. 
um, particularly with our new record that's coming out. Um, it's definitely more of a full band rock and roll record. Awesome. And, and, and that's called American yeah. Flowers? Um, that that's actually out right that's now. That's just come out. Okay, yeah. thank God. That that I just wrote when I said that, I was like, what? No, is you're it? right. I don't have any notes. No, you're yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that just came out okay. in November, November 17th. Cool. American Great. Flowers, an EP that we just made. That's kind of a little bit almost like of a. Um, I don't know, we, that was a last minute sort of spur of the moment. We had just moved to Nashville, mm-hmm. or we were actually just about to move to Nashville when we recorded it. Wow. And, and we just did it acoustic all in one day at our friend um, Steve Dawson's yeah. Hen House Studio in Nashville, and he co-produced it with us. And Dang. it was it, we had some good friends kind of um, hop in and, and join us, guest guest players um, like Kenneth Pattengill of the Milk Carton Kids and Maya DeVitri of the Stray Birds. Wow. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, we just had a great, it was, and it was just like a one-off, like let's, let's just play these songs and did it one day and then that came up. But we have a full-length record okay. coming May 4th that was co-produced by Luther Dickinson, who's a beautiful player, producer. Um, he's got a band called the North Mississippi All-Stars as well as doing his own cool. fabulous projects. Is he from Mississippi? He is from he North is. Mississippi so originally, you, but he lives in Nashville now. So that's just, not just a clever name. Yeah. Um, cool, okay. And so Nashville's yeah. kind of like coming coming into the picture more. I know you guys yeah. are moving there. You have yeah. moved. But we'll get to that. I want to I build, sure. build it to there. Sure, okay, sure. so you started here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The band. Hence, yeah. hence yeah. Band, Birds, Birds of, of Chicago. Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. so cool. Um, and let's just get it right into the influences um, I want to hear how you guys met um, sure. too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what what would come first. Well, I was living in San Francisco around the time Allie was starting her band in Vancouver, and Vancouver, BC, not Vancouver, Washington. Okay, okay, got uh, it. <laughs> and we had like mutual music friends. The aforementioned Trish was one of them, and um, and I I can remember Trish coming down to San Francisco with her other band, the Be Good Tanya's, and, and telling me about Allie and uh, describing, you know, that she could, that she taught herself to play clarinet and she could always already sing like a, you know, 20s blues singer and she was only 21. And <laughs> uh, so that was intriguing. And then we, you know, we met at various, you know, music hangs. We started covering one of JT's songs. That was, yeah, a couple years later. Yeah. So I moved to Chicago and and um, started a band with my brother. In fact, I was thinking, what's the name of your, the fellow that you produced the show here, the Tribune? Rick Kogan. Rick Kogan. I, maybe that's why, the, the f- like, from, like, 2004 to 2010, um... He was in a boy band. We had a, a band, in, a rock band in Chicago, kind of a rock and soul thing called cool. JT in the Clouds. And wow. the Tribune was super supportive of us, like always gave us like, uh, um, man, we could never get the reader to write anything about us, but the, uh, the Tribune was, uh, <laughs> the Tribune was <laughs> all uh, about it. Uh, was like always on board, and I'm I, like maybe maybe he actually wrote about us. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'll check the archives. After anyway, the show. we're always grateful. We were always grateful to the to the Tribune for that. But so anyway, I moved to Chicago and started that band mm-hmm. with uh, with my brother and Chris, who is now the Birds bass player, and Allie um, and her band Po Girl 
came through the States on their first tour and we put on a show for them. Our first show, uh, our first U.S. show. Yeah. They let us open for the, at the old Gunther Murphy's here in Chicago. It's gone now, right? Long gone. Yeah. Long oh, that's, gone. I haven't heard but that it name was, in a while. Yeah, you, were pro- you probably were 10. <laughs> probably. <Yeah. laughs> By the time it closed. But the, yeah, it, we, we opened for them there and it was so fun. And we returned the favor with shows in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, we were covering a song that JT had written called Till It's Gone, which is a song that we still play in the birds. It, it's one of my wow. favorite songs that he's ever written. I just love it. And um, and he ended up, uh, when he started, like a, a couple of years, during the sort of, co- sort of at the same time as The Clouds, he started doing a solo project called JT, just called JT Nero. And he did um, his first solo record and came on tour I guess just before actually you did mm-hmm. your first solo record he came on tour with Pogro we were doing a big in, it was 2007 we released our our last that's CD on a label ago. called Network isn't that crazy that's insane that's a decade ago my head just blew up what? yeah a decade ago when you were 14 yeah we were touring around not <laughs> we, were, we were touring around definitely not woken up to come Canada, to your shows unfortunately the U.S. I would have been Europe. there I would have been into it 14 you know, year old man. I was your age and you were 14. Wow, that's yeah. so cute. I love it. And here we are, <laughs> 10 years later. Um, uh, okay, so, so cool. So so it was kind of like a collaborative thing from the from the get-go. You yeah. were opening or one of them mm-hmm. you were playing yeah, together. We started singing together more and more. That's and, so cool. Um, I was really, you know, I'm a, I write as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm a really big fan of his writing and I was a big fan of his writing before I actually met him, like Trish Klein, that bandmate I yeah. was telling you about, came back up from the, San Francisco with these songs and was talking about oh, the songwriter I met from Chicago. Yeah, I was able yeah. to trade on her um, liking my writing into um, getting her to make out with me. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, we were, that's and, perfect. And so for you young writers <laughs> out there. Um, <laughs> Pro um, tip. <laughs> uh, wow. You know, work your trade. A <laughs> little bartering um, system, I like it. That's So, okay, so then did the romance start right uh, away? No, we were friends for a long time first. We, so okay. we met the very first time, or the first shows we did together were like 2003. Right? Yeah. The first wow. shows we did together with, with JT in the Clouds and Poe Girl. And we were friends. Mm-hmm. We were friends till 2006 we started yeah, dating. But I, I will submit that. We were technically friends, but we literally had Making out no time. To you, right. Oh, we, okay. didn't, we didn't know uh, it's true we were, because we were in Canada, but we were we were friendly. 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 Yeah. But we became friends. <laughs> well, no, 2000, 2003 and four. we were doing some shows together. Then uh, 2006, we hung out at the Folk Alliance <laughs> and South by Southwest in yes, Austin, Texas. We amazing. did both. It was the year there was there's a conference called the Folk Alliance International. Cool. And, and it was in Austin. It was in Austin at that time. Now it's in Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. And so we hung out there and we hung out again later that same year at South by Southwest. I'm going to South by for the first time oh, this coming up I'm here. Sure and I'm so much fun. Yeah, Are you, do you guys go over here? No, we don't go over here. Um, we haven't gone with we really haven't gone with Birds of Chicago, have we? We uh, haven't done it yet with Birds. We will eventually. No, I guess not technically. Not yeah. this year. I, not, I don't believe we're going to go this year because we're doing South a bunch of... South is a complex proposition. Yeah, I know. And that's a whole rabbit hole. It's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I think it'll be great as a, as a music lover. Yeah, to go and, and I'm just, just excited to get some interviews. Stuff and yeah. do a bunch of interviews. Totally, yeah. yeah. The um, point I want to make sure that we establish yes. is that 
while we knew each other for a while, I would argue that we had not spent more than, <laughs> say, 94 minutes together total <laughs> no. before we actually started Very making specific. out. It was oh. more, uh, it was so more want, than 94 well, minutes. Friendly. What I'm this trying to establish is that the deal was closed fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, or at least <laughs> open. Like... The deal was open. <laughs> uh, uh, Which is kissing, right? You no, can't, no, no, no. Absolutely. Just yes. frantic, frantic kissing. Yeah. Closed um, mouth. No, no, no tongues involved. <laughs> peppering. <laughs> Eskimo uh, kisses, butterfly kisses. Uh, <laughs> so ridiculous. But a what funny are thing, you trying to establish? A funny thing about that is that for <laughs> the entire first tour when I was opening for them, uh, we, because uh, keep in mind, you started date, sort of, sort of, I'm in my sl- slightly. That's I'm in my mid. This is we were not kids, but yeah. we were acting like kids in the sense that we <laughs> thought we were being really slick and that nobody else in her band knew that anything was going on. But we just didn't want it to uh, be weird. Yeah. No, I didn't want it. And didn't. we didn't want it to wreck the music. We were afraid of being a couple because yeah. we were, you know, had this musical connection and that's very rare, you know, and yeah. you don't want to mess it up by Damn. having some relationship You don't want like a Joni relationship that doesn't, situation. Yeah, exactly. Although I think they have remained friends. Have they? I think so. I think they're still friendly Oof. now. Or maybe they went through a period of non-friendship, but now they're back to being okay, friendly. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Damn. That I always was like when my dad he's like my my educator of all things. He's these like random stories about everybody and I never know if they're true, so but I was like, Yeah, it's true. It's my dad's true. <laughs> it's like the oral history. My dad of told me all music, yeah. <laughs> but he'll you know, when I was I had a like a long distance relationship and he would always compare it to like Joni and Graham and stuff and then and then it ended and then it was like Oh, Ken. Blue <laughs> <laughs> on repeat, you know. Oh. God. Okay, well, let's talk about influences since we just got yes. that. If that's cool. Yeah. Joni. Okay, see, that's hilarious. Songwriting. Oh, yeah. Champion yeah. of the world. I mean, yeah. let's. do you want to start? Well, let's start with songwriting people. You don't have to say Joni. It's fine. I'll, I won't be mad if you don't. <laughs> but who, okay, let's talk Allison, you first. Well, songwriting mine? influence. You can each have one. Okay. There's, <laughs> you know, it's hard to narrow it down. I had a, an odd start because I grew up in a household. <clears throat> My adopted father was extremely um, restrictive about what we were allowed to listen to. And so I wasn't really allowed to listen to any vocal music other than opera. Mm-hmm. Oh, and what? really anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything wow. written after like, you know, the 1850s was sort of not on. But my the first songwriter that I actually got to really get into was actually my aunt Janet Janet Lillian Russell, who's a beautiful, beautiful writer, and she had a kids' record that she put out, and I was allowed to listen to that. And then she would send me stuff like Joni Mitchell, like um, Lorena McKennett was the first concert I went to wow. in Montreal at Place des Arts oh when I was fifteen. Um, the Mask in the Mirror it was that tour, and I oh. uh, I was just so enchanted. I remember Oliver Schroer on fiddle there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just time it in. Uh, and you know, and then the first band I was in, the very, very first band I was in was a band called Fear of Drinking, where I played the penny whistles and the Irish French drum. <laughs> oh, and there it is. Okay. Sang Scottish uh, murder ballads, which oh my, my grandma taught me. I feel like I you and my dad Scottish need to grandma. collab. I'm sorry I've brought him up so many times, but he plays bagpipes, so Are that's you a thing. Serious? He oh. knows three songs. That's wonderful. <laughs> but like he plays them, like he used to be in a bagpipe band, like the one in Chicago, whatever the main one was. 
Um, that's so great. Yeah. I I'm sorry. That that's my last time. I've expired no, my no. amounts of time I can talk about dad. Um, I, 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 I like your dad more and more based on each new piece of information. You should just be interviewing you guys. Um, so, okay. So you'd say kind of that was very informative. And, and do you have yeah, those records? Did you have to like old. hide listening to? Yes. And I mean, I left, home, I left home when I was 15. So at that oh. point, I got to start choosing what I listened to. And I remember moving in the with some other teenagers and they were really into um let's see kenny stars uh record at the time mm-hmm. the dave matthews band oh god um <laughs> oh who is that band soul coffin they had one roommate who was soul who's obsessed with them right soul what wasn't it soul coughing soul uh, coughing coughing yeah. not coffin Sorry. <laughs> what are you saying hey that's oh, a cover is- band though you know this is being recorded right now. I so, do. So I'm just telling the truth of these are the first like pu- like pop influences I heard. Influences? They weren't necessarily my influences. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, we're talking about. Right. Your okay, no, that's okay. okay. What have hey, I what have you heard? Wait a second. This is just, this is just important because okay, you're right. Those you, it could are be not construed that you just said that <laughs> Dave, Dave Matthews been. Uh, uh, the soul coffins. Her, 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 okay. her, her sound is a mix of Lorraine McKenna, no. Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> And uh, opera, circa. And opera. And <laughs> it's awesome. Well, um, okay. No, okay. So, what, what, so what, what's the... Okay, however right. many songwriting influences you have, Alice. Okay, so let's say, um, let's let's get back on track. We'll yeah. say more like... Okay, I will... Lorena McKenna, that stands. Sure. Yes, for sure. Joni Mitchell, that stands. Yeah, we're good with those two. Um, but like, John Prine. What's the common La thread? Oh, yeah. Um, like, what's the themey thing? Like, did you do they all write about love? Do you write about love? Oh, you know, what's the the story that you're telling? And did you get that from your influences or is that more like your your own shit that you needed to say? I mean, me I French. think there's a certain amount of for, for me on my writing journey, a certain amount of it has been sure working out a kind of a cathartic working out of past troubling things or what have you. I don't know that it necessarily I don't think I write love songs with a capital L. Yeah. Um hopefully there's sort of loving elements <laughs> somehow coming through in I whatever mean, I'm writing. But It sounds um, like it, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'll but, tell you what. We yeah. were listening on the drive. My boyfriend and I were listening on the drive-in. It was like, Aww. warmed our soul. That's for sure. I'm yeah, so Your glad. voice is just I'm like so velvet. Glad. It feels great to listen to. So, um, but, but then, so how is it for you to, to be able to write something that then you, you sing? Like, what's that all about? Um, is it, you know, I'm not sure if I understand the question. I don't know. I don't either. (laughs) I guess, I guess what I'm saying is when you're writing, are you thinking like, okay, I don't know. Is it all like stuff that you want to be singing necessarily? Like, is it, do you know what I mean? I think I'm not as crafty and conscious as I could be with my writing. I think it's a more, um, visceral kind of some little idea in my head that won't go away and I start writing it down or totally. maybe um, you know a feeling of some feeling that I'm having that I need to either express or get rid of yeah. or change or mm-hmm. you know or I'm feeling tiny and terrified of the world so right. I write a song trying to make myself feel braver you know or th- yeah. that kind of thing I don't I don't really it's very rare that I'll say I'm going to write about you know, I don't, I don't write, like, 
necessarily like a, to- a specific topical yeah. song. You're not trying to like be the voice of the generation and no, not and in spread not your gospel in a, or whatever. No, no, not in that. I don't. I don't. Um, not no, not in that. Not in a conscious sort of way mm-hmm. like that. No, totally. Yeah. Um, More. I guess. I guess. The songs that I often respond to are not not that there can't be beautiful anthemic voice of the generation songs that can be powerful, but the things that I tend to connect with the most are the ones that feel the more sort of like human on a smaller scale, connecting people, connecting, opening ourselves to each other and realizing that our differences aren't so tremendous after all, our similarities are much stronger and that kind of thing, like little human moments that you connect to. And I feel like some of the songs that floor me the most are are those kind of songs where they can be deceptively simple totally. on the surface. Uh, but it's the, like, connecting to kind of a universal yeah. human truth. So, mm. yeah. Girl, yeah. yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was looking for. All right, thank you. Beautiful. JT, what do you want to talk about <laughs> songwriting influence-wise? And I know you guys might have made a list or something. I'm sorry if we're going I did. against no, no, it. I did. Oh, I did. good, I did. good. Um, we're just off the cuff. That's good. Uh, <laughs> that makes for better uh, content. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, well, it's interesting. I mean, I, I came to the the music influences that I think inform my songwriting a little bit later in the game, too. Like, I, when I was a kid, I was almost strictly a, a hip-hop kid because that was, like, That was know, big then. That was our rebel music. Yeah, that was, sure. like, the rock and roll of, you know, the 80s and 90s and... Uh, so what, like Beastie Boys or like? It's funny you should say that. Beastie Boys, right? Beastie Isn't Boys Nas your main was your main guy. Uh well, Beastie Boys before Nas. I mean, I I was the first wave, so it was like oh, LL, that's so cool. LL Cool J, you know, Run DMC, mm-hmm. Beastie Boys, like all the uh, NWA. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then certainly NWA and, and Public Enemy and that was sort totally. of like the second wave. But, that movie made but, me ball my eyes out. Um, I, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. That's a whole uh, other thing. Straight out of if, if I could have had... No, the, uh, what was it oh, called? Wait, I'm um, such an asshole. I don't know what it is. What was it called? The, the NWA the, movie. I can't it remember was, what it's it called. Was an, it was basically like biographical movie oh. about the early days. Well, it started in the early days, kind of went through the whole... Tell you what, if I could have had I was a balling. separate... <laughs> iPhone video of you watching the NWA movie. It would have been like a so performance hey, We were just talking about how off mic we were talking about content, uh, making content. Yeah. Maybe you need to start filming right reaction was, videos. Was, oh my god, that actually could be hilarious. Allie, in England, that's a TV show. Have you heard of that TV show? No. Oh my god, I don't remember the name, but it's the weirdest thing. Um, <laughs> it's you watch a family watching a show and reacting to it. It's really? the most meta shit ever. That is, but it's great. So and, and but it, it sounds Allie's so the best test case for that because <laughs> let's make an she's American. She's the thing first. because of her upbringing. She's like watched about thirty-seven thousand fewer hours of wow. TV or movie content than that most is of us. Prime. So You're such a special sort of like, specimen. You know the things that they do to pull your heartstrings that yeah. we're kind of deadened to. Like she's like she's seeming, just like, like oh my god, did that to her. I can't believe he's talking to her that way. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's the best. What's it's the most it? recent one of those? Well, that end of the one was like, really what, like at some point I'm like kind of half watching because I know the story and I'm like, yeah. uh, and I, like I, I, I'm like reading something and I hear her go, I can't believe he just talked to Easy E that way. <laughs> I'm like, just God, where's my recorder? 
Oh my god. Seriously, that's good. That's, uh, that's your material, uh, all right? I want you to go watch. I'm trying to think of like a really intense. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that, um, that one really got me. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so. They have a song yeah. But so, you <laughs> know, my, and so I, I was deep in, um, in, I mean, I, the hip hop was just a part of, like, just ingrained mm-hmm. in my, and I don't think anyone's ever going to listen to uh, our music yeah. and be like, that guy, that guy's, <laughs> you know, he's a he's hip hop kid. But I will say that I think that um, it has informed my writing in like uh, a sense of economy of syllables mm-hmm. in the way um, in the in the way that the words um, exist in the in, in a rhythmic pocket like totally. that's uh in an economy of in usage of space and, yeah and afraid like that's that stuff my my the first informers of that to me were and where it was hip-hop and it's yeah. and it's still very you know it's very important to me like in in in, in a song doesn't work for me unless it feels good in that rhythmic way first. totally um, that's really cool um but when you know my parents had great music taste and while I was growing up even though I was you know um I was way deep in the rap thing mm-hmm. um what they think you know about they that? they oh they you know they they knew enough to know that like that was our music yeah you, know? you needed uh, that um, yeah totally and uh um but they they had great records, you know that they, they had old classic soul and and classic country and blues and 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 um, you know so I I I was exposed to like you know Motown and soul music and 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 then in in classic country and rock and roll and kind of importantly I I I I didn't you know I didn't really view any. Um, it was just all old music to me, so I didn't I didn't have like the the barriers that a lot of people put up between oh this is soul this is country it was just all kind of like interesting music that I was trying to pretend that I hated yeah uh, uh, <laughs> you're like okay yeah but it no, was but it was you know but it was totally but it was sinking it was sinking and it was sinking in on some cool. level and then when I was like eighteen or nineteen I like had a big awakening to uh-huh. um uh, you know a lot of stuff that I had been suppressing and was there one song that brought that on or one one artist what's well, funny uh i don't think it's it didn't necessarily stick at the time but i remember i don't think my mom was worried about where i was headed but i have a specific memory of when i was like 16 where i don't know what why this was but she i think she was cleaning going through records and um she found uh the janet Janet Jackson. Uh, um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> love her. Uh, Shout out. Janet Joplin. Okay. Uh, I love Janet Jackson too. Uh, she found the record The Pearl, which uh, I think had me and Bobby McGee on yeah. it. And she was like, just sit down. And I'm going to play you this song. And there's no way that you're going to tell me this is not a great song. And, you know, and I was like, uh, but I sat down and she played me the song and I was like floored, you know, and, and I, you know, I felt the full yeah. weight, the power of it. And, Chris Christopherson uh, brought you in. And, um, <laughs> but then it was years that I can't exactly remember like what the order of it was, but I would say definitely when I, when I, 
there's from a songwriting perspective there's probably like i think three big ones that i return to and and, and one of them is van morrison mm-hmm. um and um from a pure writing standpoint another chicago and john prine yes um so and then from more from the soul side of things, uh, Sam Cooke was really huge for me. Wow. Uh, like in the way. That's I, a I great think, like trinity right there. Yeah. And I think the way I construct melodies or the way. Um, the band. Too, um, yeah. And then and then definitely uh, um, the band. Yeah. Uh, like Robbie Robertson, Robbie Robertson. And, and Levon Helm. And, oh, um, my God. Are, um, Ugh, have you seen that? You've seen the last waltz. Probably oh, yes. a billion 116 times. times. Did you have a reaction video? <laughs> <laughs> I had watched uh, that before I met him, but I, you know, oh. we, have we watched it together? No, We've but you know what? It's it's we good that you brought with the band because while I, I those three that I listed have like I, I think of their specific songwriting things that like they're the ones that maybe I feel like I spiritually stole from. Yeah, totally. The the most like the band was what made me want to be in a band and to like treat it as a craft and do the thing. Like I remember reading Levon Helm's book when I was about I don't know, twenty six and the way he talked about, you know, the dedication to the craft of being a musician and a traveler and and um and not seeing that as a frivolous thing, like as something that, you know, it is a vocation and mm-hmm. um the 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 sort of respect for the tradition of that that the way that he brought that. Um it that that affected me on a super deep level. I and, bet. And, and and has sort of been like the template, the path. And it's so it also then with the band it was the idea of a tribe and, and more than the sum of of its parts and mm-hmm. that's something that we've aspired to with this band and we just have to um uh make sure that we don't go out the way they did with yeah. you know with the the disputes and right the, um and but yeah that that, that was uh um they they were big they're they're amazing that's awesome that you listed them as an influence because of all the bands that i've interviewed it's not really any mention of of the band, but they're they're huge. I mean, oh, they're like they're, so brilliant. they're it, you know. And people don't even know. People my age don't even really realize how prolific they were. You know, yeah. it's like it's not a ba- it's not a name that has clung maybe as much as like the Beatles yeah. or well, even Bob Dylan. Right. You know, but it's like Bob it's, Dylan was Bob Dylan because the band was there for yeah. him. You know, well, it's because they were ways. so egoless in the way they presented yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Too, and which they, is and, and and the other thing is is it's like right now it's it's really interesting the whole you know the rise of americana as a genre mm-hmm. you know it's such a such a thing in yeah. nashville and but it's really spreading it's a right. um you know the band basically created americana Absolutely. as we know it you know like the the whole idea where you're sort of um i mean again they and we i, I still call it rock and roll but like that the idea that you you take you know country and gospel and 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 rhythm and blues and sort of com- combine them in a way where you don't feel the hyphens you know like you yeah. know where they they just feel like that's the way that's, that's just that's, that's music happening in flux yeah. that's the that's right. what, what it's supposed to do and then like, it's something new and it's yeah, and now it's just as much it feels like a genre yeah. whatever the that's, hell a genre is but yeah. you know it feels yeah. like a 
very specific type of music, which is insane. Like that's such a good way of putting it. They did make that. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's so cool. Um, Have you heard Amy Helm? No, Levon's daughter. She's fabulous. Oh my yeah, gosh, we're gonna out. go spend New Year's Eve at Levon Helm's barn, where he had the rambles with her. Um, oh my and, god! Yeah, yeah. So you're friends with her? Yeah, we love. Did her. you know her? We dad? love her to bits. No, we never got to meet Levon. Oh, and rest no, in we peace. Met, my heart. We met Amy after he passed yeah. on, but she's marvelous. Oh my god, that yeah, sounds so cool. just amazing. Is that in Nashville? No, that's in Woodstock, New York. She's in Woodstock. Oh, mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Gotta be. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And this and Levon's stu- barn oh studio my is, god. is there. The that's Levon Home Studios so are. They started doing shows yeah. in the early two thousands at uh, when Levon. his first barn burned down, right? He was like they were as a way to raise money to to rebuild the studio and everything. Because he had been in Woodstock since they, you know, since they disappeared there in the in the late sixties when wow. they first went. Yeah. Like he had kept a place in, yeah, in Woodstock, and he always. Uh, but in the early two thousands, they started doing these midnight ramble shows based on the shows that he remembered from being a, ki- a boy in Arkansas, like the traveling tent yeah. shows that would come through, and so they would they would that have these, so cool. Yeah, oh, these like, oh they called them rambles and these jams that you know and like wow. different stars would show up and and. And so she's kept that spirit going, and they yeah. still. That uh, sounds like it should be a documentary series just about oh, that's those. Brilliant. Yeah, there's been a there's been a. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a, like a full on ramble documentary, right. but it's yeah, it, it there's there's been, been some mentioned. stuff of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there might be more coming as well. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's but it's a about as cool as it sounds. In her own right. Wow, carrying yeah. on her dad's legacy so beautifully too. So cool. Okay, I yeah. love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have songwriting down. I think, I think pretty steadily. <laughs> yeah. um, do you guys write together? You know, we just begun this <gasps> this um, album, Love and More Time, that's coming out is the first time that we have some co-writes that's together. That's so sweet. And well, I think we'll, McCartney do, I think we'll do more of it. I think we were afraid it was like sort of the last bastion. Like we spend, you know, as JT said, 365 <laughs> days of the year together, yeah. often in a small van, often with our child. Yeah, right, there's very little. Right. Like you know, Room, autonomous yeah. separate yeah. time. So we were a little bit afraid. I think of actually songwriting together as well but it's it just sort of of course is naturally evolved and how's it going really well so far i think i mostly um write in french when i'm writing with jt so that helps then we don't argue over lyrics she assures me it's beautiful yeah she's like it's fine just just get off google translate go away yeah um so okay so is that your first language not my first language um my my mom is is an english an anglophone as we say Mm -hmm. in montreal but I had French foster family for several years okay. when I was very little, and then I went to French schools and yeah. French immersion schools. Totally. So, wow. yeah, bilingual. Yeah. And how about you, JT? Um, Any French? No French. Just uh, the swears. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, I'm English, and I had some restaurant Spanish for. Cool. But um, um We're gonna work. We're working on Spanish as a family. We really are. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't have many goals, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's one of my larger embellishments yeah. that I've lived in this this town for 15 years, and I should be fluent in same. Spanish. Oh, same. And I worked at a Mexican coffee shop for like six months, for God's sake. And I knew like, I, I knew enough classroom thing. Spanish to like yeah. tell the dude in the back what I wanted in my omelet. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that's that's a good goal as a ki- with a kid. So your kid's four. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be four. Gonna be four. Her, 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 what's her name? Her name is Ida Maeve. Oh, 
Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Beautiful. She's great. Ida Maeve. I D A M A E V E. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody. I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that um, even Scottish? It's Irish. It's Irish. Okay. It's Celtic. So are you going to do call her Maeve or? We call her sometimes. Most of call her Ida. Okay. Yeah. Every now and then we'll call her Maeve. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. What a beautiful name. Okay, well, shout out Ida Maeve. Maybe you're listening to this uh, a couple years down the road. Yeah. We love you. We love you, Ida. <laughs> um, We're going to uh, save money on Christmas gifts, and as she give her, gets older, just give her archive tapes of <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Because uh, she hasn't heard enough of us. Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, I think that she'll get a lot out of it. She's wait, been on the road with us. This is one we did in 2017. <laughs> she's been on the road oh, with us since she was four weeks old. Oh, my God. Four weeks old. Yes, we flew to the Netherlands when she was four weeks old and did a two-week tour there. And then wow. toured around go? the U.S. and then went back, the best flew one back ever. to England when she was, what, three months old? She slept yeah. and nursed the whole time. Yeah, it was amazing. That's, that's I was true. not ready not to be out in the world yet. No like, kidding. You know, it was sort of was still in that like yeah inner inner womy kind of you know deal but yeah but we did it and it was and and she was a trooper it's a beautiful country yeah i mean amsterdam's great but like the countryside the whole countryside is did you drive around yeah oh yeah we were all over the country We, we we did one date i think in germany and a couple in belgium and then um netherlands where in germany mostly it was uh frankfurt no yeah yeah hamburg Hamburg. Hamburg. Sorry. Not Frankfurt. Hamburg's Hamburg. like the Chicago of Germany. It, we went to the Chicago of Germany for just one show. It's, it's good. Way, actually. It's funny. Yeah. It's like there's so much. I don't. It just feels like the same. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back there in April. We're going oh, April. great. Yeah, that's the Netherlands. Yeah, that's right. Oh Before we go to the UK and do Sheffield. Yeah. Okay. And so we got to talk about the touring stuff since we're already talking about it. But yeah. When did, like, was that always a goal for you guys to, like, be on the road we've, all the time? We've always been on the road. I mean, we're sort of working class musicians in that way where that's our main bread and butter. Totally. You know, kind of, to some degree, I suppose, subsistence touring. But we love it. I think now our goal is maybe shifting a little bit to where we would eventually like to cut it back to maybe, what, seven months a year? Yeah, six oh yeah, that's six or seven months a year. I think and, six would know, probably be the ultimate six goal. Six is the dream uh, goal. But I don't. I, I personally don't. I'm not particularly interested in, in going much fewer than that. No, because me I, yeah. I, I, we both. I mean, it's one of the things that brought us together. Is that I mean that again, the, the talk about it as a vocation. I mm-hmm, think that's yeah. part of the responsibility. If if you, you know, is to is to get it out. To people wow. and to put the and to put the miles with in and, all, over and the, all over the world. Um, and from a pragmatic standpoint, um, the way our little industry is headed, um, it's not that easy to make a living uh, if you're not willing to go out and play live yeah. shows. So luckily that luckily we are. Yeah. Well, we love it. Yeah. And for us, I mean, it really is art. It's like. Um, is it Marin Morris who has that song? That's my church. It's true. It's like for 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 us, that's you know we're, we that's our that's as close to a religious experience or communion I think as I get is that when you connect with your with your band and with an audience and it feels like there's an exchange and there's a communion that's occurring and just sort of reaffirms my faith in humanity basically wow. that kind of connection so we're we're really hooked on it for for a lot of reasons the universal know? language music mm-hmm, yeah. definitely wow yeah. i love that um so would you consider travel an influence 
we'll call yes, it number three. Definitely. Good. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Always. I mean, yeah. I feel like do do you write on the road? Like, Always. Yeah. So that's definitely yeah. an influence. Um, that is so beautiful. And have you been to? Like mostly Europe or you know also Asia or with what? this group we never been to no, Asia. Asia. We'd love to. Working on that. We'd I'm love sure to. that's yeah. That's a whole I think, thing. I, th- I think our entry will probably be Japan. I'm not sure because we, we know a couple of friends who've been going over mm-hmm. there and have good relationships with promoters. Totally. So that seems maybe the most accessible to us at the moment. Um, but we've been yeah with this band we've mainly just been in North America and Europe. Um, we did do one. <laughs> Gig in Turks and Caicos. And we that did. is also a, a separate podcast. Where? In, <laughs> it's a separate podcast. Where is that? It's, um, is it a Virgin Island? No. no it's, I think its, own, it's, it's its own. It's in the Caribbean. It's Weird little Bahamas, I think. Planet. Right? It's close. Uh, no, I, said, I think it's closer to the, the mainland. I don't think it's that far from yeah, that's I'm okay. not sure. Uh, I'll dub over this. But anyway, uh, oh, yeah. that's located. That was a weird. It was a weird little gig. It was a New Year's Eve gig, like 2012 going into 2013. Okay. And so had Mary you... J. Blige was there. And <gasps> so was Prince, and it was really what? weird. Wait, but, what? Yeah, but, it, but we weren't like playing with them. We were just like the dinner entertainment. But they were so, there. Yeah. You played for Prince. Was about as lame as ours. Her uh, gig was really well. I don't know if Prince was actually like. We'll go Prince with it. You played for Prince when we played. So we were playing at this uh, like Bizarre. retreat resort for the uber 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 rich. Like okay. it's called Aminyara, and it was sort of like so. done up in kind of like monastery chic kind of like built into the hillside <laughs> oh and, my god uh, that sounds so sick uh, it was, i mean it was a beautiful it was, it was like hologram so it was kind like of like a hologram yeah. like, a, uh, like there were no bugs Green and there uh, were no creatures in the seat like they 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 had vectored something oh to get rid of all what like that you know what i mean it was so like cool tailored <laughs> for human how did it go per, it was know? bizarre yeah. It wasn't that cool. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, it was beautiful, but it was, it was very but it wasn't I'm surreal. picturing like Lord of the Rings, you know, deeply, where the elves live, surreal. the elvish kind of people. It was <laughs> oh not as awesome as, as like, <laughs> Rivendell. Just, Thank you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, okay. It was bizarre. Um, <laughs> I just said Rivendell, yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, my, my nerd flag is flying. Hey, that's all right. Um, it's all good. So that sounds like a fun show. I think you need um, to get a couple more of in, in the Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, but yeah, so travel, that, that's, that's amazing. I'd I love mean, to hear that. I think for us, I mean, something switched in me about two or three years ago where I realized that travel was, like, was my default mm-hmm. state, yeah. like being in motion was, and, and when, when we were home, that felt, that felt like the aberration, right. like not in a bad way, but it just felt like, no. it, it like not, like, Inertia I, wanted us to keep moving. Yeah, yeah I feel. Yeah, I feel most at home when we're moving. Uh, but your band's called Birds of Chicago. Oh wait, true. birds fly. Wow, birds, fly. <gasps> birds migrate. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Heavy I stuff. really just that was me putting that together like a, a four-year-old, like maybe totally. <laughs> Ida Mae. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, though. Yeah. I love the name. Where did yeah. that come from, or is that that just it? It was going to be the name of our first record mm-hmm. when we were still calling ourselves, I think, really catchily, JT Nero and Allison Russell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I think you should back, go back to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't very catchy, <laughs> and uh, and actually, it was our friend Peter Mulvey who was like, "Wait a minute, your album's going to be called Birds of Chicago. That should be the name of your band." He's like, "Well, because he knew." I was yeah. like, "We've been saying." I was like, oh, "We got to give it a name." And yeah. 
and, you can't and just keep I, calling like, ourselves our he's like what's the name of the record and i was like birds of paradise like it's your name dummy you know i was, <laughs> I was like oh yeah you're right yeah. uh and we liked it because it sort of got i felt it's it the whole model that we talked about was just sort of have a a collective vibe mm -hmm. where it was totally. sort of the two of us at the Constance and then this very interesting crew of yeah uh and the name felt like it evoked that as well so that's epic um, um and we want to represent Chicago Chicago is such a I mean talk about influences like I mean I don't feel, I didn't I didn't feel like I became a writer that I wanted to listen to uh until I lived here for a few years yeah. and I, I like fed off the energy of of this town and this uh this place and and still do yeah. even though I'm gone uh from it so much like it's um it's very much a part of the way I see the world. And speaking of that yeah. collective of musicians that we love so much who are part of our musical family, we forgot to mention Dan Abuabsi, who also has a fabulous band in Chicago oh, cool. called Radio Free Honduras. Oh, well, I maybe, highly recommend maybe I will, checking uh, them out. Yeah. Get him on the pod. Yeah, they he's amazing. amazing. They're cool. Great. Okay, okay, yeah. I gotta check, yeah. check that out. Um, so. Okay, so cool. Yoga's in 20 minutes. <laughs> so how far is your, your yoga studio? We're going to make it. We're yeah? Make it. It's, at, it's at 8.15, right? Oh, 8.15. Yeah, 8.15. It's oh, in well, the particular, it's 105 Hot Yoga. Oh, okay. Love, and they have three shout studios. Out. They the do not sponsor out. this, but hey, no, maybe I'll don't. give it to no, them. No, they're that. sweet. They're, they're wonderful awesome. teachers there. Cool. Yeah. So we got time. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up in the next couple minutes, though. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Yoga, very important on date night. <laughs> that's very, right. important, very important on the road. That's, um, that's yeah, very I important bet. on the road. Staying healthy and totally, you know, yeah, yeah, taking oh, care of your. I bet that's been your a, physical being. That's is important probably been too. a trip in itself. Is figuring you out figure it how out to pretty do that. quickly and a yeah. person, a little daughter too. Yes, well, that. she helps us all be healthier. We stop yeah. at parks and pools and museums oh, and libraries, and that's awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Have you been yeah. to the Rijksmuseum with her, or will you go? Oh, definitely, we have. We've already been, and we've been to the Van Gogh Museum too, and we will go again. And she will be. You know, she will be able to take it. Last time oh. she was like two weeks old. <laughs> she hasn't been to the well, no, she was four weeks old. I think yeah. they were like. No, we did. We went to both. We went to I Rijks the Museum was and Van Gogh. When we were there with her. Well, a lot of it was closed under construction. Yeah, but it was. It but part of it was open. Home. Part of it was open. I was there like three years ago and it's under construction. It's, it's always, always under construction. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You know, it's ancient. I was just, I was visiting <laughs> my, my good friend, Belgian friend, who lived in Amsterdam at the time. Um, and so I used like his student thing to get into all the museums. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then I realized I got to England and everything was free. All the museums were free. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. It's well, good. Good. And then a bunch of them, I think in the Netherlands, it depends on the day. There are days that it's free. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. But yeah, yeah. To We've got Thursday evenings from like five to eight if you're an Illinois resident here at the That's Artist right. States. That's right. I will. I will say I do take advantage of that. Well, um, it's wonderful that they do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the our daughter is obsessed with the Field Museum here. Totally. Really? Obsessed. She's a dinosaur maniac. I was so. gonna say, did she? Yeah. Did you see the new one? The new dinosaur? Oh, I don't think we have. Has been eclipsed. No. No. There's it. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. I didn't even realize that's how out of date we. Uh, the last time we went was the summer. Oh my god, you gotta go and see. Let me just tell you We're the name. We're gonna go. Um, so, okay, I love that. I love it all. We're putting it together, and I think we've got. Let's just quickly call out like two more influences. Maybe one like a something about talk about collaboration because it seems like you know. Let's talk about like the actual music, the yeah. actual shows, recording. Um, 
what would you list as like an influence for for that kind of aspect of things? I know that's a big trio umbrella. with Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, really, and Emmylou Harris. Great. Yes, they're amazing. Claim it. Let's hear it. I love them. Why? They're beautiful. Have you heard them? Right? I mean, yeah. You I have know. to go here. You might not have heard it because you're so young. Go the trio 1989. Trio 1989. Okay. And it was a collaboration between three of the great voices of our world, in my opinion. Cool. Yeah. And what, what about them was so special? Why, why why was collaboration the route for them that, that needed to happen? Like those three, I mean, I know, I I know, know who wh- they are. I don't know different. why it was for them. I think, uh, well, I can only imagine, given the, the, the span of their careers, I mean, we think, you know, there, there's so much awareness now around equality in the workplace. Right. And, but when they were coming up in country music, especially it was very very much boys club and so I imagine having a band with three late I don't know this because I don't know them and I haven't spoken to them individually or anything about this but yet I imagine it was very empowering to get to be the three of them just being their amazing badass selves and just giving her and not you know so I don't know that's awesome they're amazing (laughs) they sound so beautiful together I love it that's so cool um yeah and JT you get one I don't know if I have a specific record that I can think of offhand, but I will say that the the fellow that uh, produced our last record, uh, who is kind of a you know a national treasure, a uh, yes. guy named Joe Henry. Joe Henry. Yeah, tell me about uh, him. Oh, I mean, he you know he's a he's a rare thing, and that he's a he's an extraordinary, like iconic singer, underappreciated singer songwriter in his own right, and mm-hmm. has made classic records that. You know, he's like, he's one of those guys where the, you know, he's, he may not be a household name, but the people that love him can could probably sit down and recite you every lyric or yeah. you know, he's like right. that kind of. Total uh, niche, yeah. Uh, but he is also brilliant, a really brilliant really great producer. producer, and and his whole philosophy is of production is about um, a meeting of minds and souls and and, and putting people together in a position to come together and make something that they would not have made uh separately uh and 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 that's easy to say but it's 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 tremendously difficult to to do you know when you are when you are when you are making art sort of on the clock and in 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 there's dollar signs involved like having that that getting to that sort of like sort of joyful communion of souls thing that's so you know that's the elusive thing that you're going for Mm -hmm. and uh um like fostering that environment is very very it takes a certain um kind of i don't know he he has a certain kind of quiet to his persona and soul that is very infectious and just puts people at at ease and i and and you know he chooses his collaborators very, very based well. on that, based like, on that uh, as well. Like and so Ryan Freeland, who engineered our last record, Jay Bellaros, Jay Bellaros, yeah, Patrick Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're anyway. all part of Joe's kind of family of, you know, when he's casting the room, he yeah. always yeah. makes sure he has, you know, a few people that he knows and trusts to be yeah. able to communicate in that way. That, so that and, helps right. create the whole atmosphere and put everybody at their ease. That's know? so cool. So that's something that we, I mean, that's already something that we were trying yeah. to, to, to emulate, but seeing it sort of successful and on a, a certain level yeah. kind of fortified that, 
you know, been, yeah, that dream on our part. And, yeah. and that's what we're, you know, it's, it makes you feel like you're on the, you know, on the sunny path. That's so cool. Yes. Shout out. Again, his name. Joe Henry. Joe Henry. Yeah. I'll He's check fantastic. Check his own catalog of work is yeah. incredibly beautiful, but if you start to look at all the records he's produced, you probably love some of those records already and just don't realize, you know, wow, he's produced exciting. just so many of my favorite records yeah. of the last 15 years. If not you, definitely your pop. Definitely, <laughs> to, to bring, definitely. To bring her back pop. home. Yes. Old, old Catfish Graham, that's his <laughs> name, Catfish. Catfish? Yeah. Come on. I know, oh, I know. We need to meet your dad. Yeah, you do. I don't know why you guys are, you need to be a, uh, he hosts an open mic uh, third Friday of every, every month great. at Jocelyn and Brookfield if you're ever around. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, um, okay. So cool. I love it. It's like, I feel like we've done it guys. I feel like we've woven it together, but I want to end talking about whatever newest project you want to dedicate this last little minute to little plug. Um, and, and, and we're going to play, hopefully if this is okay, I'll play a song on the out cue so we can also intro that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, we talked a little bit about earlier. We have a uh, an EP that's out right now, only in the digital world. It was a uh, it will just be a physical digital next year. Um, American Flowers, which was uh, kind of a an all acoustic uh, EP, and then we have a, a more of a full length rock and roll record coming out in uh, on May fourth uh, on Signature May 4th, Sounds. 20, May records, the fourth be with you. Uh, called Love. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Love. <laughs> Love in wartime. That's and, uh, so cool. Love in wartime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that recorded? Are you in it's the? Done. B- yeah, it's, it's done. done. It's yeah. Right. So yeah, what do you do in the meantime? Now we're so in the meantime we're putting together the artwork. Okay. And stuff yeah. like that. Getting the. Um, we just All did a photo shoot with an amazing <gasps> photographer in Nashville, Eva Saad. She's fantastic. Wow. And um, and and uh, um, a lovely designer named Jeremy Fetzer is working on the album artwork. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're just kind of. But yeah. you get out of th- it is a weird thing about our business because you, you yeah. finish you finish an album and then you have to sit around for six months. That while is crazy. The other yeah, stuff. And getting, do you listen you know, to it in the meantime? Yeah, all that kind of things. So. Do you listen to it? Like, do you think oh, you listen to it every new. day? No, I we listen to anything else. No, it's, it's the opposite. <laughs> like, wait, in fact, <laughs> the opposite. And that and Dave yeah, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. The opposite is true. Where we we have to listen really intensively when we're finishing it, like the mixing and mastering phase. Yeah, and then for me, once that's done, I don't listen to it for a very, very, very I long time. Would be the same way. I don't um, listen to these you know, podcasts. Yeah, I listen to other stuff. It's yeah. nice to come back to it after a few months. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. months or a year, two like, years, huh, three years. I did that. That's cool. No, I yeah. get that is interesting because you know. I've talked to bands before who have said the opposite. They're like, oh yeah, I listen to it every day, and it's that's like so it's cute. It's, but I think they're newer, like right. maybe younger, maybe right. a little more like they're more excited about excited like, and, and a little more maybe nar- not narcissistic, but you know, a little more like. This is it. This yeah. is my thing, you know. But you guys have such a large body of work that yeah. it's kind of like we did that. That's awesome, and that's going to be enjoyed by the masses. Now on to the next thing, yeah. right? We're d- I mean, and we stand by obviously the recordings, and we we're proud of them, put them out, and all that. But uh, yeah, we were, you know, definitely we're always thinking about the next thing yeah. we're going to write and other artists that we find inspiring, yeah. and you know, and you know, so cool yeah any like yeah. long shot like weird collaboration you want to do at some point just put it out there like 
Chance the Rapper, I don't know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> are you kidding? We're always ready for We are ready. Anytime oh Chance God. the Rapper calls, we will come running. I, we see, what an impressive, impressive I young know. artist. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, and just have you done any hip hop kind of kind of something? You know, the only time that I ever have was it, when um, my other band, Poe Girl, mm-hmm. and this was a later incarnation with my, my best friend, Ana Teixeira. We, um, we got to go to Cameroon in uh in 2007 we went and we did a a, the masao women's festival there okay and we got to collaborate with an amazing mc from yaounde um in cameroon okay her name is lady b cool and that was awesome she's amazing (laughs) wait i totally heard of her have you heard of her yes that makes me so happy about her she's fabulous is she still like out there like she's totally still out there doing her thing and we got she collaborated with us on a set and it was amazing and we also used to cover a song by a Canadian, a Somali Canadian rapper named Kanon. Okay. Oh, Do you know him? Kanon yeah. opened for Jason Mraz when I was like a freshman in high school and <laughs> I was course, there, baby, at Northerly Island. Of course he did. Oh and of God. course you were. And yes, yes. We, they've, collaborate, <laughs> they've collaborated and we used to cover one of his songs. Oh my God, that's so cute. Um, yeah, I was stabbed by Satan. We used to cover that song. Oh and, my gosh, cool. And yeah, so yeah, I totally love to collaborate with him. Oh one my day. God. Yeah. <laughs> what um, about you, JT? What, yeah. What are your, what are your... Justin Timberlake, maybe? Oh, yeah. JT's He's square. amazing. He, that oh, guy's so musical. Love him. He's 2020 so musical. experience. I'm ashamed to say that I was sort of like not dismissive, but I was like, oh, yeah, he's a boy band guy, whatever. I didn't know. No, right? I, I hadn't like delved I into his stuff. Sure. It was Saturday Night Live. It was the dick in a box. Oh, my Where I was like, you are so funny and you're so good at taking he's the piss out of yourself. Threat. I know. That I started really listening. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second, this guy's a fantastic oh God, he's really so talented good. i'm really know? glad that this conversation yeah. included dick in a box because <laughs> that i mean mission so turns mics funny. off there we're done so funny um, that's great how about you okay so yeah in, in all reality um, who, who would you want to collaborate with oh gosh if i could get any one person to yeah why not throw it out there i mean i'd love to write a song with john prime, john prime. uh oh, and yes. and uh if i could get uh Mavis Staples. Oh, Mavis Staples. I yeah. sure. desperately want oh to my sing God, with yeah. Mavis Staples one day, or maybe have her sing one of Jeremy's oh songs. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I would just die. Yeah, and then maybe <laughs> if we could get, I don't know, De La Soul to rap on one of our yeah. remixes of our. Wow. De La Soul, Mavis Staples, Kanon, and John Prine all together and at the same perfect. time. Oh my God, that's like the super group that <laughs> I don't know group. if the world's ready for, but I think, I think it, needs. it needs to happen. Um, okay, amazing. <laughs> Side note, did you know the whole Mavis Staples, Bob Dylan love story? Yes. Isn't that, Isn't that amazing? I didn't know it until I read that article, like wherever it was, the New York Times, yeah. or wherever it was in. Yeah. And it was yeah. so, so there's a there's so an alternate sweet. reality where they have I a know, family the and they're little like baby oh, staple Dylans. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> love it. Um <laughs> I'm going to yeah. start a band called the Staple Dillons. Staple Dillons. <laughs> Dude, let's do it. How about... Uh, Yoga's not happening. Right? Yeah, it's, oh, no. It's okay, okay, okay. Oh. Well, it, it, there's still time. Okay, okay. No, We're it's done. fine. We'll just do some stretches. <laughs> we'll oh, my God. I feel awful. We'll just stretch in the parking uh, lot. <laughs> you can come ice skating with us. We were blathering. Are you going to go ice skating? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's a wonderful thing to do. Um, I'm so sorry about you. I highly I approve like of that as a Canadian. Okay, good. That's one of our national pastimes. Yes. <laughs> that's true yeah, come out of the womb great. ice skating um, are you gonna do it in millennium Park? yeah oh, i think we so are great. have you that's done the great. ribbon yet no okay i think we might go to that so no. that's actually like 
east of okay yeah that's at the, cool. the maggie daly park but okay oh, we're that park up, is we're awesome up. it is it's our so daughter cool. loves i was gonna park. say yeah. adam Ave would love that it's a great park um thank you so much for joining me thank what you. song do you want me to play coming out let's see uh well, something like kinderspell crazy see that i did to open? not see that coming okay he wants to open with kinderspell all okay right. all right great dutch, our dutch friends named it oh <laughs> that's so sweet yeah. should have called it a hoggle slog <laughs> of course because i love so chocolate sprinkles <laughs> oh my god talk about an influence that is my influence chocolate sprinkles yeah perfectly good influence. i bet does ida may have loved them she are they gluten-free does not you know what she's weird about chocolate what she loves is ice cream okay. and gummies <laughs> right fair enough i actually like, was just eating some going yeah. back like, oh, yeah. we, get, we get her like, <laughs> we tell ourselves they're better they're organic yeah and it's, it's you know, sweetened with whatever <laughs> from whole foods the little ones that are sugary <laughs> enough they're, they're agave like, they're like, uh, enough agave yeah. <laughs> there's like they, like those right annie's <laughs> bunnies you know they're yes. like the annie's oh bunnies. my god those are good <laughs> She's um okay very sparingly yes now yeah. and then one we, a day now and then we let her have yeah them. That's okay. Hey, uh, uh, that's more healthy than most. Um, so I don't know how the hell we got there, but oh, Hogglesluck. I'm Hoggle sorry, slug. I'm derailing. <laughs> you should let's have called it <laughs> Let's hear American Flowers. Again, uh, um, JT and Allison from Birds of Chicago, thank you so much for joining you, me. Thank you, It's lovely thank to you. meet you. Jack. Lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely to meet you. I can't wait to hear about your New Year's Eve thing. That's going to be so fun. We're excited. And I'm sorry about yoga. <laughs> I, I am a spinning instructor, so... If Ooh, you want to come I've to one of my classes, to try that. I know you guys are only in town for the week, but oh, I can totally do a private session. <laughs> um, on that note, do you make your own soundtrack? We have yes, to make only if we make I only totally if we do, do a video. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Reaction to spin class. See now, there are songs on a new record <laughs> yeah. that uh, that are going to feel spin. strongly are spin. Yes. Spin <laughs> I just want to put that wow. out there. That's a notch that we haven't. That I mean, is really that would be amazing. Oh my God. That, like, I'm so stoked because I need new songs all the time. Spin. Spin. Instructor. Yes. Cycle. Right. Yeah. That's okay. good. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Done. May 4th. May I'm 4th. I'm just having all Birds of Chicago <laughs> class. Um, thank you again for joining me. Thank you. And this is Lease FM. Who put those mounds there? Who dipped their sun and rose? Took my heart and went the way the swallows go. I wanted peace like a river. I wanted peace like a river. And through the blind young winter, through the blind young winter, I wanted a quiet room. I wanted a quiet room. Sugar cup teaspoon sugar cup and spoon let me go let me go god bless me scatter masses to blue but a bit before my time's up you're gonna see me from a mile up i'll be burning baby burning You were hungry, yeah, you were hungry. You were hungry, so you 